Sorry, did you mean to type extreme girlies always have three beverages? It says extreme. Hi, everyone. My name is Anastasia, and I am your host of That's Rad, a podcast presented by the Littleton Food Co-op. Summer is here. Your girl already has a sunburn. I know, I know, you don't need to lecture me about the SPF. I need to be better about it. So take it from me. Put on your sunscreen every day, even if it's cloudy. I don't care. And speaking of everyday summer habits, I am so, so excited for this episode because we are talking about my favorite habit ever. Although I don't know if habit is the right word habit, ritual, hobby, obsession? I don't know. In any case, it's the F-B-O-T-D, the fun beverage of the day. What is this, you ask? Well, I've brought the most qualified expert to this episode to help me break it all down for you. Today, we're going to discuss what a fun beverage is, why it's important to our mental and physical health, and share with you some great drink options to pick up on your next trip to the Littleton Food Co-op. So grab a beverage, sit back, and enjoy an all-new episode of That's Rad coming to you right now. How dare you record me right now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hi, everyone. Thanks for sticking around for this episode right now. I am so, so, so excited because I have invited, I have persuaded, forced, I don't know, one of my favorite people in the world to come on my podcast. I have been thinking of a way to invite my friend Emma to join me for an episode, probably since before we started and I mean not that she doesn't have great thoughts and opinions on everything but when we thought of this episode she was the first person I thought of so Emma thank you so much for being with us here today on That's Rad. Thank you for having me I'm so excited. So today we're going to talk about the F-B-O-T-T. That is such a long acronym. I don't know if we can like make that better. F-B-O-T-D. Oh, okay. F-B-O-T-D. I think if you just say it fast, then. And so the F-B-O-T-D. What exactly is that? What does that stand for? It is the fun beverage of the day. Oh, yeah. So today we're talking pretty much everything and anything about fun beverages and Emma is a fellow beverage connoisseur Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I was like literally who better no one else compares thank you very flattering I try I try okay so it's interesting because when I was mapping this all out I was like okay what are we gonna talk about and the first thing I was like okay we have to define fun beverage of the day Mm -hmm. but in reality, like, I don't know how much more specific we can get. It's 
the fun beverage of the day. I do, I do think it's quite a simple concept at, at its core, but I, I do think there, we, we have to qualify what exactly meets those requirements. What makes it so fun? You know, can water be fun? Who knows? Yeah. Is the sky the limit? <laughs> Two such important questions. And I think a little later we'll talk about like samples and what qualifies it that way. But like overall, yeah. So I think like the big thing is that you're not drinking it all the time. Okay, so for like the fun part, it has to bring you joy and it just like exists to exist. Like that's the primary purpose of it. I absolutely agree with that. And I mean, next word, I don't know if we want to get into what constitutes a beverage. Like, should we talk about like thickness levels? Um, you know, actually, I think that that's a great point because in my brain, I wouldn't qualify a smoothie when I first think of it as a fun beverage, but sometimes you're just in a mood for a smoothie, you know, and in some cases it can be fun and we're all different people, you know, but I certainly think of a milkshake as a fun beverage. So, and that's about the same consistency as a, uh, as a smoothie. So so I suppose a smoothie is a fun beverage. It certainly qualifies. I, I think I can get behind that. And then I had um, next question. What makes us qualified to speak on this subject? Like because we can. We're, yeah, we're literally never wrong. Yeah, who so, could possibly no. disagree with us? And how did we get to this point? How did it all start? I don't know. I think it just started. First of all, I think it began with this rise on social media, on TikTok especially, of people making videos about enjoying a fun beverage, being a, you know, a quote unquote beverage girly. And I think with that rise, we kind of, between the two of us, got in the habit of, by the way, here's this drink I tried, or here's this thing I enjoyed, or I ran down the block to go and grab this fun thing to have today. And then it became a thing that we started regularly sharing with each other on a daily basis of like okay here's the fun beverage of the day I think it was you between the two of us um I'm not saying you originally coined the term oh certainly but between the two of us I think you were the first to snapchat me and say like this is my fun beverage of the day I'll take credit for that sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay wait backing up I feel like I did not do like justice to our friendship like our origin story um so we met in college we met first day freshman year orientation and then I just hung on for dear life absolutely she's a (laughs) clinger folks she's a (laughs) clinger um they always say the people that you meet in orientation will not be your forever friends but in Anna's case it worked out yeah (laughs) I was like, unfortunately. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like somehow, I mean, no, not somehow, but I feel like, you know, among our college friends, I really gained this reputation as like being the hydrated one. Absolutely. Every single day at the dining hall, it was multiple glasses of water. It was the constant, constant presence of at least two water bottles filled with ice plans would have to be 
changed so that Anna could adequately fill up that sad water bottle. Um, so certainly she gained a reputation as someone who's very hydrated and very good about that and who genuinely enjoys and and gets joy from um, from just water. I, on the other hand, was, you know, it was the fruit punch Gatorade, the lemonade, the root beer, you know, whatever, whatever other thing that was there besides water is what I would go for <laughs> to the point where it was a couple times. I think we we had a conversation about it where it's like, Emma, you really need to drink more water. <laughs> Not to out you, but we have that conversation like once a week now. That's true. It still still occurs. I know. I'm getting better at it. But it's so funny now to hear you talk about this. And it's like, here we are talking about non-water beverages for the most part. So like, we'd love to see the growth here. But also, you say all that like it's a bad thing. (laughs) Okay, wait. So you know how some people have their like signature scent I, I feel like my signature sound is yes is the the, the, the ice rattling around in the water bottle in the bag that you have no control over and seemingly yeah. do not care one bit about there's no shame attached to that you're just you know you're just rattling along with your iced water okay maybe I don't project it but I do feel like there is some shame there <laughs> Oh, we're very Um, good at hiding it. Thank you. It is a learned skill. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I said once was like my ice rattling around in my water bottle is like the universe's way of keeping me humble. Like that's the only thing. It's one of my few character flaws. You would have too much power otherwise. (laughs) Exactly. I don't, wait, I don't know what track we were on before, but like speaking of other ironic things, I knew we had so much knowledge between the two of us about beverages but I was like let me see if like the internet or anyone if, or are there any other opinions out there or research <laughs> or anything so I was googling and I googled fun beverage of the day and all that came up were just like different alcoholic drinks for like day drinking which as we'll get into kind of doesn't really fit with what we're talking about also, I'd like to add that my notes kept wanting to correct FBOT to fjord. I would, I would love to be featured on your next podcast about Icelandic fjords. That sounds okay. great. So episode 23, fjord, uh, how they can help your cooperative. Okay. Do you think there's anything else that people should know about the general idea of the fun beverage of the day and anything like about us? I think you've summed it up well. I think we okay. can just, we can get into the discussion. And I have a feeling this first question might be a bit of an argument, but you might surprise me. <laughs> All right. So I feel like the most important or most defining question we can ask about the FBOT is, is water considered a fun beverage? Like just, just straight up water. We're not talking additives, we're not talking we're not talking anything just like straight up cold water with a little ice in it will allow that um so in my brain absolutely not no we've covered that I'm not great at staying hydrated um but to me water is the thing we're like sure a very hot day you've been outside you've been sweating you know you can feel yourself starting to like droop a little bit 
you need some iced water. It feels good. It's refreshing. That's exactly what you need. But at any other point in time, it's not a fun beverage. You know, you're drinking it because you have to. It's the thing that as a kid, your mom would sit you down at the table and she would force you to drink a glass of water before you could pour anything else to drink for dinner. So I feel like, and a lot of other people seem to view it as sort of a, oh, well, I have to drink water. I have to drink eight cups a day. Um, There's all these things online about like tracking your water intake. Like if it was something that you actually enjoyed, you would be having it often enough to where you didn't have to track it. So I think that kind of implies that most people are not really enjoying the process. So yeah, I don't know. It, It feels more like a basic necessity, I don't know, I'll say, than than something that you're genuinely getting fun out of, at least for um, those of us who are normal, unlike Anastasia Marr. That is such a good point about the tracking of it and how it's like, if you enjoy the process, you probably like don't feel the need to track it and you would do it more voluntarily. Um, this might surprise you, but I actually agree with you. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know how you were saying like there are other points where it's enjoyable, like a nice hot summer day. I was kind of thinking like when you come back from a night out, it's probably like it could be midnight or 2 a.m. or something and you went out doing whatever and you were not able to bring your emotional support water bottle with you. Um, Scary times right now. And then you just come back and there's that water and you enter what I refer to as like gerbil mode, which is when you're just sucking the water down like a rodent and one of their little water thingies. But again, like still in that point, which I was going to say that was like the exception to the rule, but still in that point, it's still performing primarily a function of hydration. You know, you're assuming that in a night out that you've been drinking, in which case you need to rehydrate as someone who doesn't drink alcohol and who has zero social life, I don't go out. (laughs) So that's not something that I ever experience, but I can see for someone who does occasionally experience that, even in the slightest, that like that would be, you know, full gerbil mode activated at that point in time. But even I think gerbil mode can be like in the, like it doesn't have to involve that it's just like you could be waking up in the middle of the night and you've slept for like five hours I knew you were gonna bring this up I knew you were gonna bring this up I knew you were gonna say this <laughs> and all of a sudden you're so thirsty and you wake up and you just need that water next to your bed or you need that tap water so bad because it's the only option but you need it I think that's so qualifies but Like, again, the true point of what I'm trying to say is that I also don't think straight water counts as a fun beverage. Great. I'm glad we agree. I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that this isn't going to destroy our friendship arguing over this. So (laughs) thank you. But the podcast is not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I better not jinx that. Yeah. So, but with additives, now we're getting into the fun zone for water. Okay, I say yes. I say a water with any sort of additive can be a fun beverage. Now, I'll admit it's not the funnest, but I think it's super simple. Low time, low cost, and it's like sometimes a water, 
a fun water will be like my second fun beverage or just like not the primary fun beverage. Like I just need a little extra something to get through the day. Okay. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, you know, they've got all the little, um, you know, like the crystal light powders and the, you know, squeezy liquid additives that you can include. And I think that that that's something that encourages people to drink more water for people who do struggle with hydration. But even that, that little bit of something extra can bring even the smallest amount of enjoyment out of it. So I, I do think that that qualifies. So kind of like you just said, they make some of these additives, like their powders and drops or whatever, but then they're the natural ones too, like lemon or mint or cucumber or something like that. But with the powders and the fruits and the drops and all that, they're like, let's take this process that you normally, it's just something you have to do, it's not enjoyable and make it fun. It's like putting a chicken nugget in dinosaur form. Sure, yeah, why not? I love a good nugget dinosaur. Um, Okay, so the next most commonly enjoyed genre of beverage, I think is coffee. So let's get into it. What are you, what are your thoughts on coffee? How does coffee fit into this? So I feel like I might get some hate for this comment, but I think I'm going to say if you drink it every day, it's not a fun beverage. I agree with that. You want to go first with your reasoning why? I, I don't know if I have, I have something to say. Oh, I do. But, oh, I, okay. Do you want to go there? So in my mind, per, like at a personal level, if it's hot, it's not enjoyable. Like you yeah. are drinking that just to drink it. You're, you just need the caffeine, you know, there's no real enjoyment in that. Sure. It has to taste like decent for you to drink it. Um, but it's not the high point of your morning. Right. I think for it to be fun, it has to have, you know, like people make fun of the people who go to Starbucks and they get like all this crazy stuff in it and like but like that's that's what makes it fun is like the caramel sauce and the whipped cream and the toppings and whatever and if you're not drinking it for the basic functional you know need for caffeine um then at its core it's just a fun drink so why not go ham you know go all out make it fun something about iced drinks I don't know if it's the ice rattling in the cup or what but it does feel more fun than a hot drink. I don't know if that's because I'm young or because I don't like hot beverages, really. Or your natural body temperature is just really high. <laughs> or I just run hot. But I don't know. I, I typically think if I think of like a hot drink that is enjoyable, it's usually like, I don't know, you're like British and you're having tea or you're you're sick and you're having like a, a peppermint tea to soothe your throat or something it's not it's not a go-to for a fun beverage obviously it's not the end all be all everybody's different so I'm sure for some people it is um I I guess I could make the argument for a hot chocolate being as sweet and chocolatey and like typically for kids as it is I could make the argument that's a fun beverage but I don't know. I think when it comes to coffee, if it's an everyday thing, and especially if it's hot and you're just depending on it for caffeine, it's not fun anymore. I fully agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. It's just something about the routineness of the everyday coffee and the monotony of it. And since it's your everyday go-to, you're probably not switching it up. 
and and that's okay you know you know what you like and yeah just like the hotness of it I'm not a coffee drinker um or anything so my idea of an everyday coffee coffee is like that very typical stereotypical like I just think of like an old man nine to five job like black coffee like that is what I think of when I think of coffee especially hot coffee and that does not sound fun at all like that man or whoever is just drinking it to literally get through the day and nothing about that screams fun but sometimes like I say I'm not a coffee drinker but sometimes I indulge myself in a fun little latte or something from my papaya uh, where it's it's just mostly sugar and not a lot of coffee I yeah I I don't consider myself a coffee drinker but I think I I certainly am more than you I will go through phases where I'm like I'm having coffee every single day for the entire week and sometimes I'll go three months without it you know it really just depends on my mood but again I'm not I'm usually not gravitating towards it because I'm super busy that week and I need the caffeine I'm gravitating towards it because I feel like hey it's been a while since I've treated myself And then I also think it's interesting that you used the word monotony to describe a coffee routine because there are so many people out there who like that is what they're looking forward to. That's what gets them out of bed is that coffee, whether it's hot, whether it's iced, whether they're buying it or making it at home, like it's something that is the high point of their morning at, at, you know, at the end of the day. But even still, I think it doesn't hold the same weight with that routine it doesn't quite measure up to other fun beverage of the day options because if it's the same every day then where's the variety yes and you mentioned the key phrase in that last part I want to get into a little bit which is the idea of the pre-bottled versus made at home I think we can both agree they're equally valid options absolutely just kind of talking about I don't know I think I was talking to a coworker today when I told her about how we're doing this episode And we were just talking about how like the fun beverage industry, if you will, has just kind of like exploded. Just there's a bunch of different options now. And I think sometimes when we're discussing this idea, it can be so easy to hone in on this idea that you have to go out, you have to get this, you have to buy this, you have to buy it in a plastic or a glass bottle, or it's completely done for you. But I think there's still fun and there can still be fun beverages that don't really cost a lot of money or at all. And that like still come from in your home. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's really easy to fall into that trap of consumerism in that way. And that goes for anything. But especially with a fun beverage, I mean, there's something about it where it's you're treating yourself. So why not go all out? So why not? Why not buy that expensive thing of kombucha? Why not? Like buy the $7 Starbucks, who cares? But I don't know. I think, I do think that there's something to be said for drinks made at home, especially if it's like, have you, if, if you've ever had homemade lemonade, ah, gosh, it's over. Nothing else compares. Like it can be something so good and so enjoyable and such a treat to have something, especially if it's completely homemade. But even if it is with one of those additives or powders or whatever, it still can be, you know, you can still have something that you can enjoy out of that so and I think limiting it to only pre-packaged options is like so environmentally bad 
I really love putting some of my fun beverages in like a mason jar or a fun little cup. And it's also really cost prohibitive to this idea. And I think we're going to get into that in a little bit, but just like why spend $7 if you don't have to? But yeah, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit. There's a lot of layers to that. <laughs> Certainly. It's like an onion. Um, <laughs> cut the onion thing out. Cut the onion thing out. That's not <laughs> happening. That's no, no, no. Um, yeah, there's certainly a sustainability aspect to it as well. Like I have a thing of Gatorade in the fridge right now. And what am I going to do with that package once I finish that that drink? You know, I, I tend to err on the side of um, stretching things out. So I'll, I'll make it last a couple days and like take smaller sips from it and, and really just make that experience of the fun beverage last like a good two or three days instead of just drinking it all in one go. But at even after the end of those two or three days, that plastic bottle is still sitting there. So with one of those additives, with one of those powders or those um, the drops or anything else, I'll make that in the plastic bottle and reuse it a couple of times. I feel a little bit better about it. At the end of the day, yes, it's still plastic. Do I feel slightly better? Yes. <laughs> and I'm making a pretty big assumption here uh, with this next point. So feel free to you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but assuming you agree with me, um, contrary to the popular belief that I mentioned earlier, I feel like fun beverages are not alcoholic. Like we're not talking the fun cocktail. To me, that's a different category. I don't know what you're saying though. I, I do see your point. I see why you would think why, like, it's understandable that that would be in a separate category. And I don't know, I think I'm coming from a different perspective as someone who doesn't drink, who has never drank, who's not interested in drinking in the future. Um, is that to me, like, alcoholic drinks are still in the fun beverage category. I personally just do not partake, you know? Um, I think the drinking culture especially in the U.S. there's that's a very complex topic there's a lot going on there but like to have things like happy hour or you know someone will be like oh we should go get drinks sometime or something and it's implied that like okay you're gonna hang out you're gonna have a good time together and during that good time you want something fun to drink you know like it's implied that you are going to hang out but you are also going for the drink so I don't know I think that that to me, that makes that that's the argument for alcoholic drinks being included in this. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Back to you. See, I definitely get that point. But something I would maybe counter argue a little bit is like, I feel like the funness of that experience comes from the socializing and the gathering of friends, not really from like the alcohol itself, not from the beverages necessarily. Hmm. I mean, again, I can't speak from experience, but like there are plenty of people who at the end of the day, they go home and they have a glass of wine and like watch their favorite TV show and whatever. And like, that's their way to unwind. And the drink is part of that, you know, True. it's not as much of an experience without the drink. So I think, you know, obviously you're enjoying the social aspect. You're enjoying being there with people and being with friends. Um, but the drink is also part of that experience that you can't necessarily separate from it which I for me I think that that's 
I think that's why it's great that so many places have more like mocktails and things on their menu or like I know that I can go to any bar and just get a Shirley Temple or I could just get you know everybody always has Sprite that can still be my fun drink but it would be way less fun if I was sitting there socializing with all of these people who they all had fun drinks and I didn't have a fun drink so having that non-alcoholic option still makes me feel like I'm more of a part of that because they all have fun drinks I want a fun drink too Yeah, I feel like there are a million ways to go with this argument and this idea, but we're not going to get into them. We could, but we're not. We have other things to discuss. Um, But also, I just want to reiterate that one of the reasons that we're, or part of the point of saying that we're not alcoholic is we don't want to condone everyone doing a a drink a day challenge, (laughs) too. Yeah, but maybe something you can do more regularly on a of the day basis is the fun and functional drink. So some people kind of say fun beverage and imply the functional part, but from how we've been talking, I don't think we're implying it, like it's it's enough to make it a separate thing, but there is definitely a huge part of the fun beverage market that is the functional beverage market too. Um, So what do we mean by functional? I think a functional meeting is adding something besides fun to your day something your body or your mind or your gut and that's part of your body but the big one uh, something else that you need so whether that be caffeine or some ingredients are supposed to have positive effects on your brain things I'm thinking of are like adaptogens vitamins minerals collagen any number of that like any other point I don't know I mean to me one of my go-to fun beverages of the day is a Gatorade and in my head I'm not I'm not choosing it because it's a sports drink and it's supposed to have electrolytes and it's supposed to refresh you and rehydrate you it's just I enjoy the taste you know like that it's I just like the drink but certainly some people who are more athletic than I are drinking it for for that functional aspect of it. Sometimes I do go for a functional beverage with the function part in mind. Personally, one of my favorite things is to try all of the drinks that are supposed to be good for stress relief. And that's, I think part of that is I'm on this like quest to reduce stress without actually changing any part of my life or doing anything that might actually change it besides trying a new drink. Yeah, I think it's fun and function go hand in hand, but they're not mutually exclusive. Like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't square. Absolutely. So now getting into the fun part of it, not that all of it isn't fun, but let's talk about some examples. Like if anyone hasn't caught on to what we're saying or thought of their own, um, and maybe talk about some of our favorites. You want to pop off first? Um, so I don't know. Like I tend to lean on the more like citrusy refreshing side of things. So like an iced tea, a lemonade, even more fun, double the fun, an Arnold Palmer, half iced tea, half lemonade, just combine them. That's always, always good. Um, as I mentioned, Gatorade, iced coffee, if I'm in the mood, um, more and more places are starting to offer things like refreshers or fruity iced tea or something. And those are always really great. 
but yeah, I don't know. I think that that's, that's kind of where I, what I lean towards. Um, other things that are typically thought of as more healthy, like kombucha, I know that that's more of where Anna's interests lie. I'm not a huge soda person. I don't really gravitate towards carbonation, but soda would definitely qualify as a fun drink. Obviously there are certain ones that I'll, I'll have occasionally, but yeah, I don't know. Or like a, like a Yerba Mate or something that they sell, the like Yaki brand. Those are always really good. Uh, but yeah, there's just like endless options nowadays. Definitely. Yeah. So for me in general, I'm a big iced tea gal. It's just part of my personality at this point. Um, but I'll definitely go for a lemonade or something. Um, and yep, we love kombucha, anything like that. Sometimes the flavored water, as I mentioned, just for fun. This is random, but like, I just want to say, I really do not go for those like pre-bottled flavored waters. There's just something about those is like not right. It does not taste right for me. It is unacceptable. I don't know. It's just, it has to be like, I, <laughs> I watched it be made. I made it myself. Um, but I, I'll do like a lemon water now, or sometimes if I'm feeling, you know, extra spicy, I have a Thai basil plant. So I'll do like Thai basil lemon water. I'm not super into the cucumber waters, um, but sometimes I'll do like fresh or frozen berries of some sort. In a weird way, I kind of prefer frozen just because <laughs> you know when it gets like the freezer burn and I'm like oh it's extra ice <laughs> I don't know that's just something I do and also I hesitate to use like high quality fruit if I'm not just like straight eating it because I want to like maximize that but for beverages specifically from the co-op I'll drop some names you know um it's not an exclusive list or anything it's just like literally top of my head um, but for iced tea, I love the Honest brand. Um, they have the plastic, they have the glass. I'm preferential to the glass. Um, also, because it has the little like fangs underneath the lid. Um, so that's fun. Uh, also, this is lemonade. I, well, it's kind of like a different thing, but I think it's a Vermont company makes these cans, and there's one that's half lemonade and half seltzer water and the other one is half apple cider and half seltzer water and it sounds like the weirdest thing like honestly when I first saw it I was like that does not sound good but it is it is so good like it it slaps and then for kombucha really just like any of the national or the local brands like Aqua Vitae or Kings and Kombucha or National like Vita, Jeez, any of those. I personally tend to gravitate more towards the super fruity and the more like citrusy flavors. I'm, I can't really get down with like the ginger or the super green or like the, any of the vegetable ones. I, I can't like that would be the point where it's like I that's when it would be like an only a functional drink for me like it wouldn't be fun anymore because I wouldn't like it I'm just like give me give me the watermelon give me the lemonade the blueberry 
whatever like that's more my style yeah I've watched one too many taste test videos where it's someone trying the like green version or like the spinach or the kale or the ginger or whatever and they're doing like a complete spit take afterwards because it's just so grassy and green and like sure if you enjoy that then fine I do think that at that point it becomes you know it's functional you're drinking it for the health aspect not necessarily for the taste uh but personally it's a no from me okay I actually had a question for you as well if you didn't have anything else okay great so to me it may be I'll admit a little childish okay I mentioned hot chocolate earlier as being thought of as like a kid's drink but so what do you think about juice boxes or like like an apple juice or like a Capri Sun because personally I'm a sucker for a juice box I don't think anyone is ever too old for a good old juice box I fully agree and if anything yeah they're a more fun beverage good something about the straw I don't know I can't say I drink them too much myself either, but that has nothing to do with my opinion on them. Gotcha, gotcha. So even a child can have a fun beverage of the day. (laughs) There's no age limit here. Oh my god, mommy and me. Oh boy, all inclusive. You can have matching drinks with your kids. (laughs) It just makes me think of the American Girl set that was like, you could get the outfit for you or the outfit for your doll and both of you. And it's just like, it's the perfect beverage for you and your doll. A great insight into Anastasia Marr being an American Girl doll fanatic. Yes. yes. On the record. Yes. So I think I think it all comes back to kind of maybe a lot of like older generations or just a lot of people who aren't really in tune with this idea. It circles back to like, why? Why do we do this? What's the importance of it? Is it really necessary? Well, yes, it is. It absolutely is. And it's necessary because, you know, the girlies deserve it. Anyone deserves it. Girlies is not like a gendered term here. Certainly not in this context. Certainly not. Anyone and everyone can be a girly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a reminder that like, life is good I feel like the past couple weeks no like the past couple years has just been like very hard and it's taken like an extreme toll on people and it's just everyone needs a break you need that fun thing to get through the day it's it can be something that's really easy to talk yourself out of which I did for a really long time but like why not who knows who knows you could die tomorrow who knows like you might as well have the drink like I don't know I think it's important to have just like a little thing like that in your day that can be joyful whether it's you had a hard day at work you had a good day at work you know treat yourself and treat yourself for any and all occasions you know you just need that little thing to get you through sometimes But also, I don't know, because like I, for so many years, was trying to force myself to drink water without treating myself like that. And it was just not fun at all. It's like a really good option for people who don't like water, unlike Anastasia, for I think the vast majority of people who don't like drinking water regularly or find it difficult to, to gain that hydration. I think it's a really good 
option in that way. You're right. Never could be me. But for me, I know we talked about like coffee and caffeine and kind of excluding it from being a fun beverage. But a lot of times I make sure that my fun beverage includes some sort of caffeine because I don't know if it's just me, but like injecting caffeine into my body gives like full 180 transformation. Like pre-fun beverage, I'm like, you know, we're out here living life. We're going to go on, but like, it's not going to be a good time. And then I have my fun beverage with the caffeine and I'm like, wow, this thing we call life is just so beautiful. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but it's crazy. Yeah. And I feel like, like, caffeine affects everybody differently like for me I have to have a good two or three shots of espresso in something to feel any effect from caffeine like one cup of coffee is not going to cut it which is why I don't drink it for that functionality on the regular but even still it's it's nice to know that if I'm having a bad day that I can walk down the block and grab a drink or I can go to the store or I can make myself a lemonade or whatever and that's something that's going to shift my perspective a little bit and get me into more of a headspace of like, okay, it's not so bad. I made this thing for myself. I got this thing for myself. I'm here to enjoy this. I can just chill out for a second and drink my fun beverage of the day and figure out the rest afterwards. Like it's good to have it almost as like a little break. Yeah. Like a little treat yourself moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like treating yourself is something that's a lot harder to do than a lot of people think like it seems like such a simple concept but you know in a lot of ways I I think it can be really difficult from like a perspective of feeling like you've earned it or feeling like, like you deserve it but also from a financial perspective like for the longest time I was only buying things that I knew that I needed I was only buying the absolute essentials And you know what? It was not fun. It wasn't great. Could I have bought, you know, a $2 drink here and there? Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't. And there was like, that was me missing out on that, that joy that I could have possibly had. And I feel like I've just now started making moves to start doing that more regularly and to actually go out and buy that drink, get those cookies, get whatever you want. Like, not everything, obviously, you know, don't go too ham, but there's definitely a lot of mental work that goes into doing that, especially if for a very long time you have felt like you're not deserving of having nice things, or if you haven't earned that thing, you know, like food and beverages can be a really tough thing for some people. So it's hard to kind of switch your your brain on in terms of, hey, a fun beverage every now and again is okay. Um, but definitely from the financial aspect, I certainly still struggle with that. Like my go-to, one of my go-to drinks, sure, I really want a Gatorade. That's my favorite, but you know, what's a heck of a lot cheaper than a Gatorade An Arizona tea. Um, and it's still enjoyable too, but like, even I often walk away from that purchase feeling guilty for spending that money. And I'm telling myself, you know, there's a voice in my head saying that I don't really need it. I shouldn't have bought that. 
but then I have to make my voice be louder and say, hey, you know, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to have the thing. It's okay to have the thing. You can have the thing. It's not bad to have the thing or want the thing. And uh, I don't know. It's definitely takes some work, takes some time. I still have my moments, but don't we all? But yeah, I don't know exactly what your history is with that, if you want to share. But I don't know. It's definitely a journey to the fun beverage of the day. That was so beautiful. Oh, thanks. I think you know my personal experience from when I texted you on Sunday and I was like, I just bought sneakers for myself and then immediately became nauseous. (laughs) I trained myself to shoes for hot girl walks and I just like oh I hate spending money yeah it's definitely tough (laughs) sweating right now a little just thinking about it um but I don't know and honestly I will say for me it's easier to treat myself with a beverage or with a snack or something like that than it is for like clothing or a kitchen appliance or one of those like big purchases I feel like a lot of the times it's like a oh I bought myself a car I bought myself whatever but like it can be something as small as a Arizona drink that's exactly what I was gonna say like I love the idea of treating yourself and I love what it represents but I think because of like personal experiences and because of media representations you know you think of like Tom and Dove and Parks and Rec and like their treat yourself episodes that they're supposed to be big things that like take a lot of time and money but treating yourself doesn't have to be time money effort it can be nice little things like a beverage every day because we deserve nice little things incorporated into our everyday lives being nice to yourself and treating yourself shouldn't be like these isolated incidents because the things we go through in life you know the hard times the good times that we get the beverages for those aren't isolated and they're happening all day, all the time. And yeah, maybe there'll be especially good or especially bad things where you want to treat yourself a little nicer than usual. But yeah, it shouldn't be, the idea of treating yourself shouldn't be such a removed thing from life, like from quote unquote regular life. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. I think that everybody deserves a little treat every now and again and I think I don't know in my brain you know people go on about love languages and all that and I don't know how much I fully believe in that theory or anything but mine would definitely be acts of service and and gift giving and I I absolutely will do that with friends we're like you know Anna I know that she really enjoys the Dunkin Donuts iced tea with a little bit of lemon so like if I know she's having a hard day or if I haven't seen her in a week because she's been busy with school and so have I, then I'm going to run down to the Duncan and like go and surprise her with this, this drink that I know that she enjoys. It's definitely easier to do with friends, but like even now at work, I'll be like, hey, I'm going on a coffee run. Who wants something? You know, I'm not trying to shell out all the cash in the world here. Okay, keep it cheap, but <laughs> we can't pay for everybody. All right. But like, to have somebody offer that I think is is very nice. I know when people have offered that to me in the past or have like gone to the grocery store and they bring me something back that they know that I like and it's just something small like juice boxes or whatever that I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I really enjoyed that. Like I wasn't gonna get that for myself today. It's really nice of you to 
consider that and the fact that you know what I like and that you were willing to get that for me is it's just very sweet that like even if at the end of the day if I feel guilty for having a thing or if I feel like I don't deserve the thing then you feel like I do yeah I'm thinking about that in the context of a lot of my friends and even like the people I work with it's like they go through the same thing of the guilt and the shame of like I should only buy what I need and muster through but I think with giving someone a beverage specifically it's like I this fear I have but it's like I believe in you like I think you deserve a little bit of fun in your life right now exactly and what's better than that yeah especially if it's something like completely out of the blue like I love doing that and surprising people with it and I don't do it nearly as often as I should but it's when like it's not their birthday it's not Christmas it's not like any holiday or there's nothing going on like you're just out of the blue gifting this to them really helps to make that message sink in like hey I care about you because that can also sometimes be hard to say to somebody so like why not say it with a a fun beverage of the day yeah and then if they've already had one then hey guess what times two you get two two beverages of the day sorry did you mean to type extreme girlies always have three beverages it says extreme Yeah, so real briefly, I just want to touch on the Holy Trinity, otherwise known as HSF Pyramid, which is the Hydration Function Fun Pyramid. So I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this or, or called it this. I just kind of made that up. Um, but they've probably heard of this idea or just like the three beverage trifecta. Um, the principle, I believe, well, the theory. The theory, I believe, is a Sir Isaac Newton who mm-hmm. said that extreme girlies always have three beverages, one for hydration, one for function, and one for fun. Okay, so hydration, that's usually our water bottles. Function, usually that means like some sort of caffeine function. So for a lot of us, that'd be like the coffee, but it could be something else. And one is just for fun, which is the FBOTC. And yeah, have you, do you often do this? Have you done it before? I feel like I don't, I don't often get all three pillars of that. It's usually just the two where like in one day I will have some water and then a fun beverage, or I will have a water and a coffee if I feel like I am in the mood for it. Um, I feel like I rarely have all three around the same time. But it's certainly not a concept that is is beyond me. It sounds great. You're you're up to the challenge. Oh, certainly. Yeah. And some people may be wondering, like, how does it work? And I would just like to say that our hands, the girlies' hands, have physically evolved to accommodate the Holy Trinity and the HSF pyramid because we just went decades without pockets. So now we can hold the three drinks and like our phones, lip balm, anything else very easily. So don't worry about it. You can do it. We're just more evolved. Yeah. Yeah. In general, period. You want to be like us so bad. (laughs) So to kind of wrap it up here, I think one of the best parts of the fun beverage of the day is sharing the experience. 
with others, with friends, as corny as it is to say, I think it can really lend to the experience and really encourage other people too, like we were talking about how hard it can be. So it can be hard for other people to initiate the fun beverage. But if you're sharing and you're like, oh, this is mine. And then it's kind of left open to be like, you know, what's yours? Oh, I have a problem. Should I? And then you can send them podcasts and they can hear all about why and how and why they should and all that. But it can be done in a number of ways, obviously, and can include a number of things. But there's kind of a way we like to do it, right? Yeah. I feel like it usually isn't like an out of the blue Snapchat where it's just like a, this is my fun beverage of the day, or this is what I'm drinking today, or I just ran and got this thing. I think it it started, we did it once over iMessage, over texting, but it's it's primarily on Snapchat for us. But like, you could do that wherever you wanted. It could be a daily Twitter post. It could be on Instagram stories, whatever you want. Um, I know I captured it a couple times on Be Real, but not that many people use that. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I, there's just so many possibilities. So, so yeah, some things to include. What is it, first of all? So, the, the brand, what it is, if it's supposed to do anything, like the functionality part, where you got it. We we never gave PTFDOTD. If um, there's a sale on it that week, you're, you're mentioning the sale, okay? We got to spread the word. Besides, the price can be important because sometimes it's like, oh, I spent this much, I hope it's worth it. Or if it's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got it for this price. Part of the fun comes from the fact that it was on sale, which is usually my attitude. Absolutely. It. I'm like, the funnest part was the price. <laughs> but I don't know. I also think it's important to, it's not required, let's say, but it's certainly encouraged that you give a little review, you know? If it's you know, if you're trying one of the other person's favorites and like they know how it tastes, you know, they're aware. But if it's something new that you're trying or a new drink that was released or just something you haven't had in a while, you know, give a little review. Tell the folks at home how you enjoyed it. Spread the word. Yeah, the studio audience wants to know. Um, another thing real quick, I feel like that's important is the appearance. Um, both the beverage itself and the packaging and I know Emma and I really like to discuss this because she studied design in college so we just like talking about the packaging too so yeah I feel like we've given you more than enough info on the FDOTD and hopefully you feel ready and you feel inspired to record your own FBOTD share, you can send it to friends, send it to your mom, share it on social media. Um, whatever you do, though, make sure you share it with us. Uh, tag us in your fun beverage of the day shares on social media, which uh, is at Littleton Co-op. I know I can't wait to see what your favorite beverage to get from the Littleton Food Co-op is. I'm highly invested. Thank you. Yes, would love to see it. So yeah, send them our way. But Emma, thank you so, so, so much for coming on today, sharing your wisdom, your time, and your favorite beverages with us. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, this was a very enjoyable discussion, and I'm surprised we didn't argue as much as I was thinking that we would. Um, so I'm glad. I'm glad it went well. Um, we're not having a domestic. So friendship still intact. Still intact. And you know that's all we can ask for some days. If you didn't start listening to this episode with a beverage in hand, did you grab one by the end at least? I low-key feel like it was impossible not to. But then again, as we've clearly established in this episode, I'm a little different when it comes to the bevs. Didn't you enjoy this episode? I really hope you did. I want to thank my best friend Emma for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate her taking time out of her life for such a fun, but such an important discussion. And now I want to hear from you. What is your go-to favorite fun beverage? Let us know by tagging us on social media at Littleton Co-op. And let us know if you're enjoying the pod while you're at it. The best way to tell us you like what we're doing is to give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can find That's Rad on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Make sure to become a subscriber too, so you know exactly what we're up to and when the newest episode is released. Until next time, remember to eat, sleep, and be rad. And wear your sunscreen. to be getting together with friends and have be like yeah we should grab a drink a drink sometime <laughs> what is a drink <laughs> what is a drink <laughs> okay gosh <laughs> um but to be getting together with friends and saying like we should are you still laughing what is a great (laughs) (laughs) oh god okay okay um but I don't know I think with with so many people um getting together with friends and saying like oh we should we should drop (laughs) 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 okay I think the topic's done I don't know if I can talk about it Rad is a production of the Littleton Food Co-op. Anastasia Marr directs and hosts. Jesse Smith and Annie Stewart produce. Becky Colpitz provides unrelenting positivity and moral support. The Littleton Food Co-op is Littleton, New Hampshire's community-owned grocery store. We put our money where your mouth wants to be. Local farms, of course. No membership is required to shop here. Come check us out sometime just off exit 41 at 43 Bethlehem Road in Littleton. Or if you're online, check us out at littletoncoop.com.